Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the post-pod Sif spoil on Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, we're going to clunky title. talk about the Hanging Threads, <laughs> Romances, Jokes, Easter Eggs, Cameos, Deaths, Resurrections, and post-credit sequences. The old A little bit of all of that, I think. Yeah. I think a little bit of all of that. From uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, yeah, where do you guys want to start? Uh, you know, one of the, I think the main thing, the main my favorite surprise in the movie was Ben Kingsley. Trevor Slattery. Sure. Yeah, Trevor having, Slattery having Trevor show up. Um, now, Andrew, you said you didn't like some of the cameos. Was this one of the ones you were referring to? No, uh, I, I was more talking about Wong and the Abomination Benedict. being, you know, yeah. shooed in at the. It was definitely fight. shoehorned. Yeah, you know. Yeah, there's a I, moment I, early in the movie where Benedict Wong just shows up. I almost entirely for fan service. And it's like, hey, yeah. who other a- what other Asians do we have in the MCU? Oh yeah, Benedict, have, come over here. We need you for yeah. we need you for a half day shoot. I did feel like it's cool that they're putting Wong kind of front and center on the Doctor Strange thing. And I wonder if, I wonder if again, Strange is like already doing multiverse of madness stuff. And so he's not available. Oh, like or... where does this take place directly in mm-hmm. the timeline? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That kind of someone, stuff. It, someone in the comments of our live show uh, asked or posited that perhaps Shang-Chi takes place during the blip and I don't know no, that I got that no, no, sense. No, because didn't you in, say that didn't you say that it was like a, the, you saw the uh, the lines or the the message board saying are you having PTSD about the blip and stuff so it oh, has okay. to take place after. But I was going to say but the 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 end credit scene makes it clear when it takes place. Mhm. Or it kind of does. Should we talk about the end credit scene? Do we want to talk about some other stuff first? Okay. Uh, first well, of all, well, I started we talking see... about Trevor, but we're just jumping all over the place. So. Yeah, let's well, let's talk. Let's go back. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's I'm talk about Trevor. Yeah. No, it's fine. Uh, I just I found the uh, using him as a way both to kind of uh, apologize in some ways for yeah. They there was kind of like a retcon. They mm-hmm. rectified a little mistake they made with the Mandarin beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they kind of pissed off a lot of fans with Iron Man 3's reveal that he was not the real Mandarin. Yeah. So this movie kind of retcons some of those decisions and makes them work into this one. Yeah. In a way yeah. that and it makes felt his his good. comic relief makes him the butt of the joke and uh, and he's so oh, that, good at that. The Planet of the Apes bit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's an extended <laughs> like 45 like second joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah Trevor's I missed, the best. I missed. Yeah. I love Trevor. Uh, and and if you love Trevor, then you would really love watching All Hail the King. Yeah. It's yeah. So I, I I didn't know that existed until after I got out of the theater, and I saw somebody else mention it in one of their reviews, and I was like, well, I gotta check out. I had heard about the Marvel one shots, these yeah. short like 10 minute films. They made five of them between 2012 and 2014. Yeah. But I honestly had never checked any of them out, so um, I'm, I'm going to watch some of those this week for sure. I forget the name of the Agent Coulson one, but that one is also really, really good. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, talking about Trevor, you know, it was fun because I, I think they really do realize that in Iron Man 3, they kind of screwed the pooch with the whole, oh, he's a, he's not the real Mandarin or that the Mandarin is not a real character, you know, that mm-hmm. he's, uh, and they're like, oh yeah, we kind of... Uh, 
we kind of missed missed the boat on that one. But this is a good way to retcon, like Aaron said, and to yeah. say, no, we're gonna do we're gonna do the Mandarin right. And oh man, did Tony do him right? He's so good. Oh, he was fantastic. So I know we good. mentioned it, but he, the best char- the best actor in this movie by a country mile. It's because he he's, so much when to he it. that old guy and uh, he's like <laughs> young man. You know, he's like I've lived tens of your entire lifetime. I've, I've lived ten of your lifetimes, and the uh, the translation in Mandarin is uh, something closer to I've eaten as much salt as as you've had meals, and there's something. And then he drops the young man at the end of it. Like, yeah. oh, that's. And the guy he's talking to is physically Old. so much older. Yeah. Tony Tony Young is, is an actor. He's probably what in his early forties or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the way he drops that is just there's so much disdain and disrespect for it that it's it's a he's a great villain in this. So the other sure. go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 because I'm changing the subject. So if you've got more okay. on that, well, it was just a. a- his stoicism throughout the entire movie, like you, mm-hmm. you barely see, and I don't know if that's more like an Eastern thing, you know, uh, of the lack of showing emotion and stuff like that. But there was like, he see, he has seen everything because he's lived for so long, you know, that he doesn't get phased as easily by things. But like, whenever he starts hearing the voice of his wife, you know, that's whenever you're like, oh, this man does still emote emotion and stuff, and he's like going there, and that's what's so heartbreaking about his character is the pain of, like, the one thing that he truly felt love and passion for in his thousand years of life was taken from him, and he and there's possibly a way to get her back, and that is where we're going to see the emotion from him. That is such an amazing and profound story arc for a villain. As opposed to Ronan, like, I don't like that, I'm going to kill him. He's the one I always yeah. come back to, to, to neg on, but, you know, it's... It, it's for a good reason. He's the worst MCU villain. Yeah. The other thing you mentioned, uh, I have some questions on. I'm assuming Abomination is the big lizard creature that Wong is uh, fighting in the, is what you're talking about. Am yeah, I supposed to know that creature from something he's, else? He, Did I he's who, miss something? He's who the, the Edward Norton Hulk movie. Okay. Okay. That's who he fought. Okay. Oh. It has been a while, man. I, I, cause yeah, I really that, was, that was like, the, that was the, that was the, the main big bad at the end of the Incredible Hulk, where he's fighting in Harlem, yeah, and the Hulk is just punching like a white yeah. Hulk, yeah, just like another big white monster. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't recognize that that was the same character at all. I completely, it's, it's it's because like we're supposed to believe that that character has continued to evolve and change into something, and that's who he is now. Yeah, oh. and also it's been like 14 years since that movie came out. And yes, I think I only saw now he has once. like that, thin that, ears I was like, and stuff like that. This has to be a reference. And I didn't know if it was a reference from the cinematic universe or a reference from the comic books, but all of a sudden I felt like I was in a Venom movie or something. Or like I, like I, I they felt ch- like. Yeah. Like I, they I definitely I, I, changed his physical appearance from the Edward Norton movie to here. He looks a lot more like he does in the comics. Okay. Interesting. That That is interesting. Um, a quick correction uh, Tony Leung is actually 59 years old. Wow. He looks incredible. Yeah. I thought he was like your age, Aaron. No offense. <laughs> uh, he is much older, and clearly he he does calisthenics or something. He looks great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick correction there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. You thought he was like thirty five. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so anyhow, yeah. you you had mentioned abomination. I did want to clear that up because I was kind of confused about yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and then we can go into the post credit scene since we were you know kind of itching to get there, but. 
This brings Wong back. Uh, he comes and interrupts their dinner at the end of the movie, right? And yeah. says, hey, come with and me. And this, this is literally like Benedict Wong from Doctor Strange holding out his hand in the new cast saying, come with me. I'm going to bring you into the MCU. It's like a very literal like passing yeah. Well, yeah. the torch, Br- like Banner- we are inviting you. You are in the team now. Banner says, welcome um, to the circus. And you're just like, you know, yeah. Ooh. So Can my we talk about the fact this- that Bruce Banner was in human form? Yes. I don't yeah. know what that means. He has the sling on. His arm is in a sling, which means this is post-snap. His arm is still reeling from using the gauntlet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he looks like Mark Ruffalo, not a big yeah. green age monster. Think, I think his arm will always be in. Like I, I think it permanently damaged his arm. Yeah. So I don't know. That would that- be a really interesting uh, character choice going forward. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it would be nice if they actually had some stakes and consequences in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it would be a great reminder in the next movie down the line, I think he's going to be in Thor 4, that like, hey, he did a thing and sacrificed his right arm uh, to save, you know, but mankind this is, or whatever. This is something I, that the Hulk can't. Oh, good. No, no, no. I'm just saying this is why I feel like there's going to be some reveal down the line about where this movie takes place in the timeline that may be a bit of a surprise because mm. Banner is human and Brie Larson doesn't have her, uh, short, hair. her short hair either from the end of Endgame. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I was very confused by both of those sort of uh, aesthetic choices. Okay, Brie has long hair and Mark is human. But the scene at the end of Shang-Chi made it sound like uh, uh, Shang and, and Katie are talking to their friends in the bar, ostensibly like a week or two after this happened. They're, mm-hmm. They're regaling yeah. them with their tales of victory, I, I, again, seemingly right after it happened. And then uh, Wong pulls them through the, the little sling portal. And I assume this is like right after it happened. So this is within a few months of Endgame, I think. Or did this, or does this take place way, way, way after? I don't know. Yeah, I it think has to take place way, way after. I think it has to take for her hair and stuff because if his arm is burnt, that's post snap, mm-hmm. and then her hair growing long enough to where it's noticeable. It I think I think Aaron's theory is the only one that holds credence. Is it not only is it uh, uh, it has to be many years post snap, possibly, yeah, or a year, or her hair is grown out, but. Uh, his arm is permanently in a sling now. I, yeah. I assumed if his arm is in a sling, it's the same week. It like just happened, but you could be right that he could just permanently have a bum arm. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it damaged his arm uh, permanently. Um, is probably what we're going with there, uh, which is pretty interesting that the Hulk yeah. can't heal from something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyways, that post-credit scene uh, definitely beacon. opened up some ideas. And then, yes, yeah, deal with the beacon. What is calling from this ancient technology, and who is it calling? Um, right? It's exciting that's what to not have the any idea. <laughs> it's exciting to not have any idea. Yeah. For the it's first calling time. the next movie. It's probably, it might be setting up Eternals or, or Multiverse. I think it's Eternals. I think it's setting something Eternals. Uh, up, yeah. but I don't oh, know that what. the Eternals were the initial creators of the rings of the or rings. Something yeah, the fact here. that it's been around for millennium, I think that sort of ties into it. Yeah. And they specifically said it's not alien, so it, it might be like a domestic thing that goes back yeah. thousands of years. So that might be, uh, well, yeah, because yeah, we'll the Eternals see, uh, have been on Earth for very, very, right. very long time. So I'm thinking that's kind of what it'll play into. Mm-hmm. Or not. Like, we've we've seen uh, Marvel set up stuff and then not pay it off for four or five movies. Mm-hmm. Just forget about things entirely. Or just, it's just a joke. Like, who knows? Yeah. And then yeah. there's, an, that was the mid credit scene. Correct. There's also an end credit scene 
where Shang-Chi's sister uh, ostensibly takes over as the leader of the Ten Rings. For good or for bad, we don't really know yet. Yeah. Yeah. And then the most important moment of the entire movie is whenever Wong and Aquafina and Shang-Chi go karaoke. <laughs> that Hotel moment California. was great. I, oh, when I literally, I just saw the Eagles live in concert last week. They're so good, aren't they? They were fantastic. I don't know why I was surprised. They've sold like 400 million records, and I've loved yeah. the Eagles my whole life. But I had never been able to afford them because it's a very expensive show. Mm. And I got a good deal. We got. I went to see it with my friend last week in the Boston Garden. And we were both like, oh, my gosh, they sound phenomenal. Don Henley's like 75 years old, and they sound so good. And it was just – so Hotel California has just kind of been stuck in my head all week anyway. Yeah. And to have that be the button on the whole movie was like this was – that was fun. That yeah. was good. Yeah. Whenever she, really fun whenever moment. Aquafina is singing that to the assassin on the uh, the bamboo on a dark desert highway, it's just so off key. Yeah, yeah, and, it was and he's really like, fun. What? <laughs> like it works. I guess it works. She's right. Uh, anything else? Any other specifics? Now that you're free to talk about anything that you wanted to talk about, um, you know, we've got the moving tree maze was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of cool visual stuff like that. The S- Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. So one one thing I want to talk about real quick is that I didn't I didn't care for, I didn't care for the big dragons at the end if I'm honest. That's where I'm going with. I thought that the movie was doing a good enough job setting up the fact that the Mandarin was going to be you know the big bad and that there was going to be an emotional tie in. But yeah, then for them to do out of a- yeah like oh no it's a big dragon now. Uh, I will say that the area I forget what it was uh, the the village in like the the realm or whatever mm-hmm. that they went to was gorgeous and beautiful and i love the the uh the uh, the visual uh, representation of those monsters the creatures and stuff like that like the phoenix oh, or sure. the nine-tailed foxes yeah, yeah. or those interesting i call that the uh, things. i call that the pokemon uh, section of the yeah the, the pokemon movie. section of that the was movie. kind of fun i like <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun, uh, but but whenever it came to like the uh, the creatures making the soul sucking creatures and stuff, I'm like, eh, you kind of halfway. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Like you, you halfway. I mean, it's just shrapnel. Thought out it's, this villain. It's a, there's nothing. There's nothing. Uh, you know, substantial about yeah. it. Uh, there, there's the, a moment. But the protector dragon fighting that evil dragon that was cool. I liked that. Yeah, a bit of a, like a kaiju. Kind of a mm-hmm. Godzilla esque, like the big monster versus the big yeah. monster. In some one thing some I of the visuals in that scene were crazy good, and I know there was a lot going on at times, especially with the smaller creatures. But as far as yeah. the the big creatures and some of that fight and some of what uh, Shang Chi was doing uh, during yeah. that, were it was really cool, really interesting. Vis- visually, I think it looked good, but I was also it was hard to follow, uh, like geographically and spatially, what sure. was happening, who was wrapped around what. There's two dragons. They're kind of this, almost the same shade. And then there's water, which has another. Everything's sort of like white, gray, black. And it was like, yeah. where is things happening? the dragon distinction mo- was pretty easy. You know, one of them was almost The water white. was what threw me. As soon as think, the water yeah. came up, I was kind of like, who's wrapped around what now? And is the water on? Whose side is the water on? 
Uh, I think, like you said, Aaron, I would like to rewatch this on like a big screen at home. Yes. So I can kind of like maybe well, pause it, it may slow be, it down a little bit. It may be like music is like this sometimes, right? The first time you hear a song with a lot of moving instruments and parts, it's yeah. overwhelming. And then as you listen more, you can pick out the you harmonies. pick out the harmonies and the different things, and it all starts to make sense. I wonder if maybe some of these action scenes will like get better over time as you kind of are subconsciously aware of what's going on and able to piece it uh, together more. I, don't I think know, that's, but... that's been the case. I, I've definitely seen some scenes where initially I was like, this is a haphazard mess that's just been cut all over the place. Um, a lot of Quantum of Solace comes to mind as being badly yeah. edited. Yeah. But when you watch it on home media, when the screen's a little smaller and your periphery's not being barraged with images, you can kind of focus and yeah. the quick pacing doesn't matter as much. But I remember when I initially saw movies like that in the end of Shang-Chi, I'm like, I, I can't follow what's happening. I know there's good dragon, bad dragon, and I know the good dragon's probably winning, but I can't really tell. If you've paused the frame, I'd be like, I don't know what I'm looking at. How do we? Uh, but there was one moment at the very end of that fight where Shang-Chi is like hovering, hovering above the dragons. And he, I think he's in mid free fall. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, at, and at one point I'm going, wait, can he fly? I don't understand the power of the rings. Oh, I wanted to talk is about he- this because I loved this. I love that he, he uses the rings as propulsion. And I thought the physics yeah. of it were really interesting to me. Um, so yeah, he uses the, the, you know, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. It to, to be able to do that, it allows him to slow down. Like when he lands, it allows him to launch to, you know, jump really high in the air. I, I really enjoyed the idea of the rings as a propulsion unit. I thought it made a lot of sense and was, was interesting to me. So I think when he's falling there, yes, he's using just holding himself up like Iron Man. Well, he's, yeah, he's using, he's using the rings to, you know, generate backwards force. Um, but he thing. also at the end of the movie don't forget he learned from Michelle Yeoh how to harness the power of the elements the wind so the water yeah. around him and stuff yeah. like and the wind like I said like it's that, my so. airbender movie it's my last airbender movie yeah, yeah. but there yeah. was def- that was definitely a moment where I'm like oh he can fly now okay I accepted it but I was like I haven't seen anyone do this yet so it came as a bit of a surprise well, we kind of we kind of saw his mom do it a little bit uh, when she could control the elements uh, in that first, she did scene. a little of like that wire walkie like right. stuff. Yeah, I think, but to just levitate version. straight in the yeah. air, I was like, "Oh, okay." This again, I, I understood, but I was surprised yeah. by like, "Oh, okay, cool, he can do that too." How do we feel? So, how do we feel about the uh, the KDX Machina arrow? How do we? How do we feel about? Yeah, you know, it felt a little sloppy. It did to me a little too. Rushed. Like, yeah, well, like it, we have to was, have something for this character to do. Let's train her in the last act to shoot arrows. And I, I actually, I had this thought where I think it would have been really super easy, barely an inconvenience, to have Katie hey. in a flashback <laughs> or something earlier in the movie just mention. Like with her mom, like, oh, you, you're a valet driver now? What happened to the archery range? What happened? Like, just have a quick line that sets up. She used to be on like track and field. She used to be in archery. Yeah. And I think very easily you could have planted a seed that said, she's good with bow and arrow. She used yeah. to compete in high just school. Have a, and, she, and, and she gave that up too. Just have a, a Chekhov's arrow on her wall or something, you know, just so, something that, you know, is going to come back later and, and give us something. But yeah, it just felt a little weird and rushed and convenient so yeah uh i got a question and this is more for like marvel universe that i'm not familiar with because i'm definitely not familiar with shang chi at all he's a very you know you know unknown character before this movie but uh you remember iron fist he was the protector of some realm Mm -hmm. and it was a realm with a dragon and uh, 
You're talking you from the, the Netflix tattoo. show? Yeah, from the Netflix show, or just the Iron Fist character in general. Okay. I wonder if he, I wonder if, like, he is related in any way to, like, this, uh, this realm that they go and visit. Like, if he was the no protector. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I kind of felt like out. it's, uh, you know, I wonder if, if, um, I forget the name of this, their hidden city. Um, low, low pow, low pow. Something like that. Yeah. I just wonder if low. Um, I almost said I almost said low main, but I'm not gonna. No. Low main. No. Yeah. no it's, not, it's not. It's not low main. So. Uh, it's. I wonder if low pow and Wakanda like know of each other. You know, they're they're kind I of. I got a very. <laughs> when very when I got home, my wife asked me how the movie was, and I was like, it had a very Wakanda vibe at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, For better or worse, because they can yeah. walk on the air. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was really bad. Really, really bad. <laughs> Uh, you had to get one dad joke in a day, I guess. It, anything, right. uh, anything else you guys wanted to mention uh, from the movie? Now that we're we're in spoiler, spoiler filled territory. I don't think, think so. Think like I, I said, I, I I wish they used more of San Francisco to tie it in with. I was expecting like an Ant Man cameo at some point because mm-hmm. he's in San Francisco. Yeah, uh, I wasn't disappointed, but if anybody was to show up, I thought maybe we'd get a little crossover there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But other than that, I thought um, they played things pretty close to the chest uh, in regards to like Marvel tie-in. They didn't. They saved the biggest stuff for the end credits, and I kind of like that for the most part. Yeah. Outside of Benedict Wong's um, cameo, it was kind of they stood alone with its own origin story, and they didn't felt compelled to just needlessly tie every character back in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked that. I liked that it was a, a proper standalone movie for a majority of it. And you could, this could be the first Marvel movie you ever watch, and you would enjoy it plenty, mm-hmm. and I not so. really, uh, not really need any other context. I think you're right. Um, yeah. And there's not a lot of Marvel movies where you can do that anymore. Let's see some stuff. Go in f- first. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Um, some things we haven't talked about: uh, the Mandarin character sacrificing himself at the end. Do we think he's dead? Uh, do we think he's coming oh, yeah. back? Um, I think he's dead. I think so too. Daddy McDeadface. Uh, I I think by and large, Marvel usually kills off their villains for good. We have not seen too many resurrections. It's the heroes that come back all the time. Yeah, the heroes come back, and the side characters like uh, um, Ben Kingsley. Like we thought he was his story was wrapped, but you know he came back. And then the other thing was you had mentioned in the the podcast proper, Andrew, about kind of the Katie um, Shang Chi relationship. and yeah, I wanted to mention a will they won't they sort of thing. It, yeah, um, it, it's a v- if there's a will they won't they. It's very light, and it's pretty much all from the grandmother just saying that you know thing about when are you guys getting married. Um, I like that it was super platonic. It was and I yeah, kind of and it, it ended super platonic as well. There was never like a big hey, are we something kind of moment? Like it was just re- I appreciate. They don't feel compelled to just shoehorn in another romance yeah. plot. If it happens, because, it'll like, happen oh, later, you're, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're the only other attractive woman in the movie, so I guess we're together now. Like, no, that's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Develop it. Yeah. Develop it, for real. Yeah, so I did want to mention in spoilers that I did appreciate how that stayed consistent all the way through. She didn't just say, now nah, we're just friends, and then they had that, right. like, moment where they pause and they're staring at each other, and there's this something between them, and it's just like, no, no, they, they were just friends for this movie and that's they walk into you know um wong's you know palace or whatever and yes as, as friends uh so yeah i, I like that quite a bit um one final thing yeah. i wanted to address 
Uh, I forgot this, uh, and it's the kind of thing that only Wikipedia will have reminded you of. Michelle Yeoh has already been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a different character oh. when she cameoed as Aleta Orgood in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a, she was like a voice a, I or think, something? No, she was one of the ship captains that was at uh, Yondu's funeral. Oh. She shows up alongside Sylvester Stallone and a couple other like one-scene cameos. Right. And she's in it. She's in that scene briefly on camera as a human that looks exactly All like right. Michelle Yeoh. Let's and that, that was out. only like that was only four years ago. So now it's hey, there's also a human that looks exactly like her that lives in a mythical kingdom. Well, it's the same person. Well, we can make it work. Yeah. We can make it work. It doesn't. And like I, 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 they're named different. They have different character names, but uh, but that's just who she until, plays when she needs to go accomplish certain until things. Until we galaxy. hear it from Feige yeah. himself, we're going to assume this is one of the first examples of Marvel accepting you can play two different characters. And I think Jack, oh. Bro- uh, Josh Brolin might be the second. Yeah. If they accept Deadpool into canon, then he is Cable and Thanos, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. Recast yeah. if you want. I don't care. Nobody even noticed. Like, I, I didn't notice it. I, I'm like, I th- has she been in this franchise? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yep. It reminds me of uh, Doctor Who. Um, one of the companions was had a small part in one of the previous episodes in, in Doctor Who and then became like a main companion. It's just kind of that like, oh, well, I guess that's just the thing now. Yep. Um, and just, you just have to accept it. There's going to be mistakes. There's a line in Endgame where Tony jokingly refers to Thor as the Big Lebowski, starring Jeff, Jeff Bridges, Bridges, who, who co-starred was in the first with Iron Man. It's like there's a lot of that. Like, all right, yeah. well, what just happened? You're breaking your universe on me. <laughs> or Sebastian Stan, whenever they mention Hot Tub Time Machine yeah. in uh, I, in Infinity also War. Endgame. Or in, in, yeah. in WandaVision when when they have The Incredibles as one of the movies that's playing at the local theater. Um, you know, it's just like, who plays Frozone uh, yeah. in that movie? Um, so, yeah. I, I choose to prescribe to the last action hero theory, which is within those universes, those movies exist, but they start different actors in the exact same role. Mm-hmm. There's I, a beat where they go to the movie store and there's a poster for Terminator 2, but it's Sylvester it's on the bike instead mm-hmm. of instead of yeah. Schwarzenegger. Because in that universe, uh, yeah. Schwarzenegger doesn't exist, so it went to Stallone. I like, literally, okay, that works. I literally just rewatched Last Action Hero uh, a week or, week or so ago. So good, love that film. Nice. It's good. Well, there you go. There's the spoilers for Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh, appreciate you hanging out with us, and we'll be back next time. We need to spoil something. See ya. Yep. Bye. Bye.